Welcome to the True Creator Podcast. I'm Allison Holly, intuitive guide, channel, and sacred sexuality coach. I'm also the author of the book, The Era of the True Creator. Each week, and with each new episode, I'll be sharing what it means to be a true creator, exploring the full spectrum of our multidimensional selves through a variety of topics, from the very human to the highly cosmic. If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hi guys, I wanted to do this fun little episode before we head into 2020 to go over the things that I think we should all leave behind in 2019 and the things that we have been developing that we can bring with full force into 2020. Um, So before I go into my list, I've got three things on each list, three things to leave and three things to bring with us. So before I go into that, I want to first say that I know it's been a really long time since I recorded the last episode. It's been over a month. I didn't really realize that um, until I was talking to a new friend and he said, you know, I listened to your last episode um, and I'm wondering if you're okay. (laughs) And I realized, wow, I really left you guys with a cliffhanger. I recorded a very um, emotional episode a very intense moment that I was going through. And then I didn't record anything for another month and a half. So I apologize if anyone was worried about me. Um, also, thank you for being so sweet. If you were, I'm fine. I'm really good, actually. I've had such an incredible month. Um, it just feels like life just keeps getting better and better. And it's just, it's so amazing. I've been exploring some really, really interesting things. Definitely some tough things. Definitely, you know, what I was going through in the last episode. I've been developing. I've gone even further in some areas of my life. At some point, I'll introduce to all of you some of the things that I've been exploring. But, you know, suffice it to say that when we go push into our boundaries, and we push into the areas where we have um, curiosity or fear or, you know, really, I can say anything that we're doing that we're pushing into the, our discoveries around sex and sexuality, a lot of that stuff can be really disarming, can be really scary, Um, you know, but of course, Every time I go, I push a boundary or every time I kind of go into an area that I'm unsure of, first of all, I find myself very, very guided and um, cared for cosmically. Just I feel very cared for. And second of all, I find that the universe is vast. Um, energy is vast. There is an infinite amount to explore and... It's all amazing. It's all amazing. Um, And specifically, when we're led by the true heart, like I was talking about in the last episode, um, then we can really dive into these new areas with, you know, the feeling of I'm here, I'm present with myself, and then everything feels a lot better. 
So I just want to say that. I want to say I'm still exploring. And yes, I'm doing great. And uh, my life is amazing. So I'm really grateful for everything going on. I have a lot to share with you. Um, So at the end of this episode, I'll be telling you about all of the exciting things that I've got coming forward in 2020 that I will be opening up to all of you. So let's get into this list. Um, What do we want to leave behind in 2019? You know, and this also, this is just a fun list. This is something that um, all of these things I thought of that really apply to me and maybe you'll find some resonance in them. But I also want you to go deep into your own understanding for yourself. What are you leaving in 2019? And then what are you bringing with you? What have you been developing that you're just going to bring strongly into 2020? Okay, so first, what are we leaving in 2019? The first thing on my list is compromising yourself to look good in front of others or compromising your own personal growth in order to look good for anybody, in order to sort of maintain a public image, um, all of those things, people-pleasing, that sort of thing. And this is something that I'm very, I try and remain very aware of. It is so important for me to be authentic um, to myself and to my process before I share it with all of you. Or sometimes while I'm sharing it with all of you, I'm in the midst of a very vulnerable thing. But that's really important to me because it is, we're in an age of energy right? So we are seeing the energy of things as much as we're hearing the stories from people. So I can sit here and say, you know, I'm doing this and that, but if you feel my energy and it's, you know, clouded, um, then that's telling a different story. And, you know, also I want to say this with everything that I just said, it's important that we stop really examining each other and judging each other and also really important that we stop putting people on pedestals. You know, I I am I have introduced this in other podcast episodes, um, but I've had a vision of what's coming for me in the future, that I will speak in front of thousands of people, that my voice will be heard by millions. I've had these visions very, very clearly, and they startled me when I first had them. They were very intense. And I hid from that vision for a a number of years after my awakening. And I had that vision. I sort of tucked myself away and I thought, I'm I'm terrified because if I'm that publicly known, people are going to judge me. And I was really, really afraid of being in front of people. I was afraid of living that purpose, even though I wanted it so badly. And now I want it, but I've really allowed myself to be honest with myself, to be authentic to myself and to introduce to those around me as much as I can and as much as I feel comfortable with what's going on in my life. You know, so I've told you all different things about my life that maybe um, I would normally try and hide or keep to myself. But I know that as someone who's going to be available to a lot of people in the public eye, so to speak, 
it's so important for me to let people know that I'm authentic with myself. And that being said, I make a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm putting quotes in the air. You can't see this, but I make a lot of mistakes in my eyes. Um, I don't live absolutely, you know, towing the line. I, I experiment a lot. I push into those boundaries a lot. And I allow myself to do that because it is really important for me to be a human. You know, um, another truth about me is that I'm a starseed. So this is my first lifetime here. And something that I've spent a number of years doing, specifically with the work that I do around sexuality, but also just in general, I've spent years grounding and allowing myself to really be involved in the human process, in being human, in being very much in the lower chakras, in, you know, making mistakes and experimenting and all those things. So I'm not one of those people, one of those star seeds. Um, and, you know, I'm not making a judgment call on this. I'm just trying to introduce to you something that's important to me is so that I'm not one of those people that only exists in um, the upper chakras or only exists in a certain allowance of what this awakening process can be. So all that being said, I find it very, very important for me to be authentic and to not compromise my own personal growth so that other people can look at me and say, oh yeah, I recognize that. Um, you know, that is what a spiritual person looks like. Um, and so for me, something that I'm really, really leaving behind in 2019 is compromising my own growth so that I can look good in front of others. I am really doing my best to let that go. And maybe you can take that to heart and also let that go if that's something that resonates with you. All right. Number two, what are we leaving behind? We're leaving behind attachments. And this can include attachments to old lovers. It can include attachments to habits, things that we formed. You know, when I say that word attachment, I can bet that everyone who's listening to this has something come to mind. Oh, I know one of my attachments, you know. So um, the reason I added this one to the list is because this is, um, I was meditating in November. So this is part of the reason that I haven't recorded a podcast episode. I was meditating and it came to me, um, actually what was happening is I was writing in my gratitude journal and all I did was write down the date and it was November something. And I looked at the date and I stopped internally. Something said, pay attention. And I heard when I meditated on it, you need to do something before the end of the year. It's very important. And I couldn't quite get what that was. So then later I channeled and when I channeled, it came through Allison, you need to really focus on letting go of old lovers. That's important. That's your important work for the end of the year. And so I did. And with that, with that letting go, because the universe is so divine, it's, it's uncanny. It's so interesting to me when I receive guidance, how encompassing that can be. And so in letting go of old lovers, and I really 
focused on it. And it was interesting because a lot of them kind of spontaneously came back into my life. And then I really um, had the opportunity to consciously free them from my, you know, grasp onto them. And through doing this, so many other things were let go of. So many other things were shifted and released. And I really went deep into this yin time of year. So I live, you know, in uh, the USA, Northern America, where in December it's winter and that's a yin time of year. And I went deep into that and I didn't allow myself to have any output beyond what felt right. There was actually an entire week during December where I slept and I stayed in bed it was really interesting. I wasn't sick. I didn't feel bad. I was just exhausted. And um, you might even be able to tell in my voice now, now I've had a cold for the past week. But this, um, you know, actually precipitated that. This was just resting and I allowed myself to rest and I let myself just really dive into that surrender, that opening, that making space Um, and so I really allowed myself to let go of a lot of attachments during that time. And, you know, if you haven't taken this opportunity during this time of year to do that, I would encourage you to, we've still got some winter ahead of us. And even though we've got the new years and this time of year can be so busy, but really it's such a good time to release and to go into that yin energy of opening and expanding and allowing new space to occur. So letting go of attachments, letting go of habits. Do you have a habit that you feel is just, you're so done with it already, but you're still doing it? Let that go. Let it go. Let it go. All right. So let go of attachments. Um, number three. So number three is let go of the belief that this spirituality, that the spiritual path needs to look a certain way. Let go of this idea that living a spiritual life has to be a very specific way. It can mean anything. And in fact, in my book, and I don't have it open to the page right now, I believe it's page 63 because I read it the other day and it was just so significant. Let me see if I can find it. Um, but essentially, you know, I was, you know, diving into some of these processes again and I was feeling just, you know, I, I, um, occasionally do this with my book. I ask a question and I say, give me some guidance. And then I open it up to whatever page it falls open to. And, um, this particular day, this is what I read because <laughs> I was like, is this okay that I'm doing this? And, um, yeah, it is on page 60, 63. Um, And by the way, my book is called The Era of the True Creator, in case you haven't heard me mention it before. So the paragraph that I opened to and that I read is, Our highest life purpose always manifests as a service to others. 
Letting go of how this needs to look will help us find the resonant steps to take forward as all action flows from first living our frequency. Service from the heart is the final life purpose on this journey while in human form, and this service will have many expressions, as many expressions as there are people. But to truly be of service, we must be sure to only act from a non-dualistic state of being. We cannot operate from a place of saving the world or someone else, being emotional, or thinking anything is wrong at all. Doing this only perpetuates a narcissistic and dramatic paradigm and will not bring us into a new and higher consciousness, no matter what work we do or how many people we try to help. Existing in the energy of love brings a desire to create from an understanding of oneness and without victim or martyrdom. This is being of true service. So really that paragraph really spoke to me, but the part that I want to reiterate is letting go of how this needs to look will help us find the resonant steps to take forward. And there are as many different expressions of service as there are people. So this can really look any way. This can look any way and it will. It will look so many different ways. So being um, a spiritual person just means being alive. And if we want to move into a conscious spirituality and expand ourselves, then we become conscious. We become more and more conscious. I know I just repeated myself and that might not make sense. So if you want to be intentional about your spiritual path, gain consciousness. Allow yourself to really look at what you're doing. But you know, like living life is a spiritual practice, just being alive. And it is a form of spiritual snobbery to believe that there is only one way to do this. And it can make us really sick on an energetic level. It can make us sick because we're holding ourselves back. We're saying this is the only way to do it. And that is not true creation. That is living in a paradigm. And we're moving beyond paradigms. We're moving into true creation, which is being present in the moment, showing up for the moment, and then making a choice, making choices. Choice is our level of mastery. When we make choices, we express our mastery. So all of this, you know, you can read more about that if you're curious about what I'm talking about. There's a lot about what I just said in my book, The, um, the Era of the True Creator. Um, and you can find that on my website or on Amazon. Okay, what are we bringing into 2020? This is the fun stuff, right? We let go of all that stuff. We've got room. What are we bringing into 2020? In 2020, we are guided by divine love. So divine love, and I talked about this a lot in the last episode um, because it really went deep for me and it's going deeper and it's expanding. It's just a continual process. Divine love is not emotional love. Um, it is the love that accepts that accepts life 
as an expression of the all that is, right? So divine love sees everything as beautiful and joyful. Divine love doesn't um, experience duality. That's not what divine love is about. Divine love allows all expressions. And divine love is guided by, you know, sort of that highest frequency expression of life. So that's how you can know divine love. And again, like I said, I've got a lot of this in the last episode. So one thing I'll bring up here is a lot of people, um, their curiosity is, you know, I said divine love is not expressing duality. It's not expressing this is right and this is wrong. Divine love is just an acceptance of all of it. And a lot of people's curiosity is, if I'm not saying this is right and this is wrong, then what, how do I make decisions? You know, and this may be an internal question. If I'm not saying this is right and this is wrong, um, then what guides my decision-making process? And this is, this is a legitimate question. Um, we are guided by our sense of purpose. We're guided by play. We're guided by curiosity. We're guided by a, a oneness principle, right? So that's really what divine love is, is we connect to what oneness actually feels like on that experiential level. And then we express from that place. And actually what you'll find is a, a very clear desire to continuously on a broader level, just really be in a place of love. Um, but it looks different than what it looks like from our mind, which is the place of duality. Okay. So I'm just giving a brief description of divine love. But um, again, in the last episode, I talk a lot about it. And in my book, I talk a lot about it too. So if you're curious, you can look both of those places or just tune into yourself. You know, divine love is really um, where we are within ourselves. It's our true self. We are divine love. And so if you're wanting to know more about that, Tune into who you are on that true cosmic level. That's divine love right there. So in 2020, we're going to be guided by divine love. Number two, 2020 is going to bring us more of an expanded, multidimensional beingness and awareness, right? So functioning multidimensionally, meaning we're not just a star seed and we're not just living in the upper chakras and we're not just living our cosmic selves. We're also living an earth life and, you know, we're expanding in all directions. It's not one directional. It is multi-dimensional, right? So we're really learning. This is where it starts to feel a little bit like you know, like the matrix where, or some of those other sci-fi um, movies where we're paying attention to this over here while we're paying t- attention to this over here, while we're paying attention to this up here 
and this down here and this, you know. So we've got this very multidimensional awareness guided by divine love, but very, very broad and ever expanding. And in this, I want to include quantum manifesting because when we have that multidimensional awareness, we become quantum manifestors. What I mean by quantum manifestors is the space between what we desire to manifest intentionally and what we actually bring into physical form becomes much smaller. The space between those two shrinks and we become almost instant manifestors to the point where it's a little bit eerie, right? So we're really playing in this big playground of multidimensional awareness and quantum manifesting, just really bringing things in on that higher level. And, you know, just, um, we have a thought and it becomes a thing very quickly. So that's quantum manifesting. Multidimensional awareness is allowing ourselves to be both cosmic and human, allowing ourselves to experience the full spectrum of who we are. Like I say in the intro to this podcast, we are really going deep into all areas. You know, for me, this has meant I teach sexuality and I also channel I also teach about being a starseed and an empath and someone who has a cosmic view and who talks to aliens. You know, I say aliens so that people know what I'm talking about, but who talks to, you know, non-physical beings in many dimensions. And then I'm also here on earth, you know, and I'm a stripper and I'm doing all these other things in life you know, I'm just a regular dude, essentially. And I am really diving into the human aspect of existence, right? So all of those, the multidimensional awareness, letting ourselves play in all of those realms consciously. And from that place, we start to manifest in a really crazy way. I will tell you that. It's pretty incredible. So it's, it's like a brand new playground. 2020, let that be something that you dive deeper into and become more expanded with. All right. And the final number three on my list is that I'm calling this surf your wave and find your wave. Pay attention to your wave. What I mean by that is this is a surfing analogy. And Really what I'm talking about, excuse me, I'm sorry. Really what I'm talking about is paying attention to your personal timing and allowing that personal timing to be exciting for you. So it's a surfing analogy. And, uh, you know, my twin flame wind, he lives in Bali right now and he talks, he goes surfing all the time. And he um, talks about this, right? Where you're kind of essentially with with surfing, you're all kind of like in queue 
um, in a line and you're paying attention to when that next wave is coming. And then each person kind of shoots themselves out into the wave. I'm not using the right terminology, but anyway, you sort of paddle out and you catch your wave, right? And so not everybody is going to catch an amazing wave every time they go out, but you do need to practice And so you're going to go out there and you're going to hit the waves and sometimes you're going to get an amazing wave and not know how to surf it. Other times you're going to get a terrible wave and it's going to roll you all over the place and, you know, thrash you around, but you're still practicing. You're still going out there. You're still doing it. So how to take this into your own personal life, this analogy is knowing your timing and being aware of your timing and knowing that, you know, maybe 2020 is going to be a year where you're practicing a lot. And maybe you've already done a lot of practicing and this is your year to really launch. I want you to pay attention to your own personal timing and no matter what, keep getting out there and keep practicing and stay committed. Stay committed to your process. Enjoy the ride. Let it be playful. But know that one of these days, your wave is going to really come and you're going to have that beautiful ride. And you're just going to really launch out there. But it's not, you know, everybody's wave doesn't come at the same time. We can't all surf the same wave at the same time. So pay attention to your personal timing and Pay attention to your wave, but keep practicing. All right, so ride the waves. So that is my list for what we're going to leave behind in 2019 and what we're taking with us in 2020. What is your list? I'd love for you to dive into this for yourself. What is your list? What are you letting go of? What are you being guided to let go of? And what are you being guided to dive deeper into as we go into 2020? Um, so I want to share with you some of the things that I am bringing into 2020, um, for all of you. And I'm so excited about a lot of these things because 2020 is going to be a year where I'm really riding a big wave (laughs) and I can see it. And that's really wonderful for me. So, Um, first of all, right now, if you're listening to this, um, you know, before 2020, um, I have a special going on. My one-on-one sessions are on super sale. They are deeply discounted. You can, uh, book a session. If you book a session, I extended the date. So they're on sale until January 5th. If you book a session before then, it's $50 off. So that includes channeling sessions one-on-one. It also includes distance Reiki sessions. So go to my website. It's allisonholly.com, and um, that's where you can schedule your session. Um, Okay, so also I have some new, I have a new course coming up, and I'm really, like I said, I'm just so excited about this because I've been wanting to teach it for a long time and I've been gathering uh, information and momentum and everything like that, I'm going to be launching a uh, Divine Masculine, Divine Feminine uh, masterclass. So what I mean by that is 
I don't have it fully formed, but this is going to be the beta version, the first launch of it. That will likely happen at the beginning of February. That's what I'm aiming for, okay? I do have a lot of traveling happening over the next three months, so uh, I'm going to do my best to have that ready by February. So what I'm going to be diving into with that is understanding the masculine and feminine polarities, which are polarities that are existent in each of us. And then we project different things and mastering those, understanding those and playing with those in life and what this does for us. Um, and really understanding these polarities can totally change your life. It's really, really fascinating stuff. I'm taking it all the way from the basics of those polarities and, you know, the physical manifestations of those all the way to the concepts that have been introduced to me last year, which was light and sound, that we are moving into understanding these polarities from the energetic perspective of light as the masculine polarity and sound as the feminine polarity. So we're going to be going into all of this. It is amazing and I'm really excited. So watch for that. Um, Okay, so next up also, I'm going to be relaunching my sexuality course, which just finished today. Uh, You know, we just had an eight-week course and this is a group course we meet online. It's all about sexual awakening. It's all about learning to raise and open and expand your sexual energy. In this course, we go through everything from awakening your sexual energy, learning how to process it, learning how to deal with trauma, learning how to you know understand your own pleasure and what you enjoy. Um, you know, uh, what else do we go into? We go into orgasm, we go into sex magic. Um, we talk about how to interact with others. I mean, it's pretty in depth. It's really amazing. We just finished it today and, um, the, the people that were in the course this time around were really excited about it. They said, this is stuff that I can take with me for the rest of my life. So it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. So that will be happening probably in April is what I'm aiming for. Um, again, you know, we'll just see how it all falls. I like my yin energy. So I go with the flow. Um, also I have with my beautiful friend, Monique Gomez, we are planning a retreat, a women's retreat in Joshua Tree in March. It will be March 20th. It's going to be, it's a sexuality retreat. We're going to be um, oh, doing so many embodiment practices, all sorts of things for a full weekend in Joshua Tree, California. So if you're curious about that, we do have a website separately for that. It is called Erotic Emergence. So the website is eroticemergence.com. You can also just send me an email and I'll send you all the information. Registration is open for that. So you can uh, start getting involved in signing up. We do have an early bird special. So you can sign up um, with just a down payment of $99. So 
all of those things I'm really excited about. I hope you're excited about it too. Um, I also have, you know, my personal mentoring coaching program. So that's available still. Um, I do only take two or three people per month because I have so much going on. So um, if you're interested in that, please let me know. Um, And you can reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. And I just want to hear from you. I want to hear your stories. I want to hear how this process is going for you. If you have really fun things that you're excited about leaving behind in 2019 or taking with you into 2020, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Okay. Have a great day and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.